Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Shout-outs to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. I'm coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. Super producer and host Ryan Hickey, he's holding it down for us in New York, in New York City. And we appreciate you for tuning in. If you're sitting in traffic, thank you. You at work, thank you. You holding it down, thank you. You just chilling, thank you. You doing construction, thank you. You are officer of the law, thank you. A You're in the military, armed forces, thank you. We really thank you. We'll be hanging out with you for two more hours. Time flies when you're having fun. Unfortunately, we've had to take a look at some good and some bad. Today we learned of something bad. It happened to Mike Vrabel. No, he got the boot as the head coach of the Tennessee Titans, one of the worst decisions made by an ownership group that that I can recall in, in recent memory. This is like if the Pittsburgh Steelers woke up and said, hey, Mike Tomlin, goodbye. Like Mike Vrabel is one of the most respected head coaches in the NFL by his peers, by his and the Tennessee Titans said, well, we only won six games this year. Well, we only won seven games last year. It's time, time for a change. That's stupid. Anyway, let's listen to the owner of the Tennessee Titans, Amy Adams, who ran the team after her dad passed away back in uh, 2015, I believe she started. This is her reason. Hey, why did you fire Mike Vrabel? This is what she said. The last two seasons have been very disappointing and the, the fans felt it, I felt it. We made changes last year and I came to believe we needed to make a change to the coaching staff. Maybe they get lucky and things get better. You know, it's not like things are going to just be in a toilet. Maybe Will Levis will develop into one of the best quarterbacks in the game because, A, you need a quarterback, you need a coach. There was nothing wrong with the coach that they had. I assume the Tennessee Titans got rid of Mike Vrabel because of his, I don't want to say influence, but politics. That's it. They brought in Rand Carthen last year to be the general manager after getting rid of John Robinson. And I really assume that maybe, and I could be wrong, but it's, it's likely that Mike Vrabel was just butting heads with someone 
And that's why he is no longer the head coach. In about 20 minutes from now, we'll have a conversation with Paul Kuharski. Paul will come through. He has covered everything related to the Tennessee Titans from before they moved to Tennessee. I want to get his thoughts on why this move took place, what's next for the Tennessee Titans, and what might be next for Mike Vrabel. He certainly is going to probably and likely have his suitors. We'll see. Speaking of suitors, we know the big news that happened about 24 hours ago, a little more than 24 hours ago. The national champions were crowned as Michigan went out and beat up on Washington. The final score, 34-13. to 13. Earlier on in the show, we took some time to talk about Jim Harbaugh, what might be in store for his future. I believe it's the NFL. He hasn't provided too much clarity as to, you know, where he might go or what he might do. Uh, he was even asked about spring practice, and he's just like, oh, yeah, well, uh, you know, let, let, let's just push it back. Listen to this. We're moving spring practice back. We usually, we usually start on Valentine's Day, okay. February 14th, because we love football. Um, but this year we're going to move it back. We're going to move it back about a month. Uh, that'll be good, too. We'll have uh, some nice weather in the spring in Ann Arbor. Okay, all right. Give himself some time to uh, contemplate what he wants to do into the future. He was asked about, you know, potentially his next goal maybe being winning a Super Bowl. And he's just like, oh, you know, I want to I want to enjoy this moment. I want to enjoy this. So we have no idea what's going to happen with Jim Harbaugh. There are no certainties, but all indications would be that. uh, Yeah, he's probably moving to the NFL. A, what more is there for him to do at Michigan? B. There could be further punishments or ramifications uh, for Michigan in the sign-stealing scandal as well as some of the uh, improper recruiting. And the punishment might not come today. It might come tomorrow. And so if I were Harbaugh, I'd bail. He's already shown an interest over the past several years in moving back to the NFL where he had a lot of success going to a Super Bowl. Didn't win it against his brother, but going to a Super Bowl with the 49ers. And some dude... His name hasn't been uttered so far this year. I'll take the first crack at saying it. Colin Kaepernick, who I'm sure right now, if you, well, I don't pay attention to his social media, but I'm sure he's putting up posts about how he is training, trying to get back into the league. And speaking of getting into the league just in the first place, somebody had to win last night. Somebody had to lose. And we know on the losing side was Washington. I picked Washington to, to go out there and walk away with a victory. I did not imagine, and I thought it was a possibility, that Michigan would beat the living hell out of them. Uh, but I thought the Huskies would be able to answer back. And there were times that they did answer back, and then there was a penalty. Well, there were times that they did answer back, and Michael Penix Jr. was twisted on the ground with his leg underneath him like a pencil. There were times and opportunities, like the end of the game, where he threw an interception that pretty much sealed it. And so Michigan, they got question marks. And Washington, nobody's expecting them to bounce back next year. They're leaving the Pac-12. They're going into the Big Ten. This is going to be an adjustment period, especially with their quarterback, who was second in the Heisman race, likely and almost definitely moving on into the NFL draft. And that's the dude who was beat up like a pinata last night Michael Penix Jr. And when he wasn't beat up like a pinata, he was pressured so much 
He was missing throws, overthrows, underthrows. It was like he was aiming everything. It was like a pitcher out there, not confident in his stuff. And so he was trying to do a little too much instead of, quote unquote, just letting it rip. And so last night, a poor performance, two interceptions, only completed 27 of 51 passes coming from behind. They had to throw the ball a whole hell of a lot. And he leaves Washington second in the Heisman vote from this year. He's going to be 24 years old next year. We know about his injuries at Indiana, never played more than seven games. So are people going to look at the success he had at Washington? Are they going to look at the 36 touchdowns that he threw this year? Or are they going to look at the two interceptions that he did in the national championship? We know if you take a look at the quarterbacks who are all available in this year's draft, there's no way that you can put Michael Penix Jr. ahead of Caleb Williams, the man who did win the Heisman and Jaden Daniels. You know, Drake May is the big project that everybody likes out of North Carolina. Let's be real. Michael Penix Jr. and J.J. McCarthy, they ain't in that top category. They might be in the second round of the draft. We might be sitting around waiting on them like, I don't know, Will Levis last year as he sat in that green room. And it's like, oh, my God, oh, yeah, the Tennessee Titans fondly took him. And Michael Penix Jr., he did not mince words. He said last night following the game, it was very simple. I threw the ball plenty of times, and I missed plenty of times. I just feel like it came down to executing. You know, I missed a couple throws, um, just a couple reads on, on routes and stuff like that. You know, just small details, you know, within our, within our system that, that we do um, great all the time. You know, if it's shifts and motions coming out of the huddle, you know, it's just small details and stuff like that, you know, um, cause us to, you know, be in a position where we didn't want to be in. Nah. You know what I mean? Well, one position that they did not want to be in is basically down two touchdowns, you know, right out of the gate. No, nobody wanted that. They were playing from behind from the get-go, having to throw around a rock, and this was their strength. It did not work. Even all the way to the end of the game, it looked like, oh, my God, they still got a chance. Four minutes left, five minutes left. He threw an interception. He was beaten up. He was broken. He hit the turf. He's holding his hip. He's holding his side. Michael Penix says, man, there was nothing that was going to happen where I wasn't going to be out there with my guys. I'm just happy that I was able to finish with the guys. You know, I, I knew that I didn't want nothing to take me out of that game, you know, because, you know, I've been through it too much, you know, and I knew that no matter what, I was going to make sure that I finished for the guys and, you know, just give them my all, you know, but... Um, I mean, I'm not I'm not healthy, but I mean, I'll be there. I'm good. You know, it's nothing major. I know that for sure. Well, he got months to prepare for the NFL combine. He has months before the NFL draft. He has months before training camp gets underway. And then we'll see where Michael Penix Jr. will get that shot. You know, he'll, he'll be a backup somewhere to start off. I, I don't think he's going to be starting in the NFL next season. And then he might be one hit away before he gets called into action. And then at that point, you will find out how much of a benefit it's been to basically run a pro-style offense at Washington, airing it out to wide receivers, 
or if he's peaked, if what we saw last night was a little bit more of the norm. I mean, he took on the best defense in the country, and he flopped. He had an opportunity to take on the best defense in the country and say, oh, well, I have a decent showing, or I had an amazing showing. No, he flopped. The team flopped. And I think, yeah, there are going to be some individuals who are going to hold that against him. Someone who isn't holding it against him is his head coach, Kalen DeBoer. He spoke after the game. He was on ESPN. And just as you heard from Michael Penix Jr., DeBoer is like, man, I'm glad our team, we didn't quit collectively. They're brothers. Uh, They hung together through three coaches, through head coaches, a lot of different coordinators. Um, They opened their arms to new guys coming into the program. Um, I mean, these guys guys are just low ego, um, just great dudes uh, with high character. And uh, that's what makes it so so special. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's, it's over for Washington. Their odds to win the championship next year. ESPN bet has them at 60 to one. Good luck, you know, replacing Michael Penix Jr. It's going to be a brand new start without a shadow of a doubt. And so at least at this point, as the Huskies move on from the Pac-12, soon to be the Pac-2, and they go on to the Big Ten, DeBoer is just like, man, you know, one thing we showed America especially all those people who sleep during our games on the East Coast, we showed everybody what Washington football is all about. They've made a a city proud, and they've made a a fan base proud. They've made alumni proud, and most of all, they've showed what they're made of, and they've showed heart, and they've showed, I think, the whole country, um, you know, what's special about our place. And, uh, man, I'm just just over – I'm so proud of them. Yeah, as he should. You know, we had this conversation last week. A lot of people, yeah, sure, there's a a lot of folks who look at the Pac-12. When you start moving further east, it's tough to stay awake for the marathon games that start at at 10 p.m. Eastern and afterwards, you know, just to see Penix Jr. lighten it up. It becomes difficult, especially if you've been watching football or maybe even drinking since 12 o'clock and some people drinking much earlier than that. Pretty tough. 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. David is calling from Dallas, Texas. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Show. What's up, David? JR, one thing I want to tell you is I actually think if the Steelers moved on from Tomlin, especially if Tomlin won it out, I don't think it would be the worst thing because I think Mike Tomlin is overrated. I think he's a good coach, but I don't think he's as great as everybody says. To me, he's Jeff Fisher with a couple more wins every year. Remember, Jeff Fisher was Mr. 7-9. Mike Tomlin's Mr. 9-7 and seven, pretty much. So what are you saying? Is They should fire the dude? What are you saying? I, I wouldn't blame the Steelers for firing him. He, 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 he mishandled them whenever he had a lot of tone in their prime. He didn't handle the Antonio Brown situation well. He, could, he couldn't manage the Smith-Schuster kid. He had, you know, Facebook Lives and stuff going on. I'm just saying... I don't think he's as great as everybody claims that he's like this untouchable coach. So here's what help me out here. Isn't the name of the game to win? Isn't that what it is? Isn't that what you want? But, no, 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 no. It's it's a very it's a, a David. 
It's a very simple question. I mean, I can go to extremes if you want to talk about head coaches and who they can handle or not handle in the, the, this, this uh, generation that we live in right now. Uh, there's a guy named Bill Belichick. W- wouldn't you say he's probably one of the most successful coaches of all time? There would never have been a Facebook Live in a Bill no, Belichick locker room. I, well, David, you can't answer a question straight, can you? Would you say that Bill Belichick is one of the most successful coaches of all time? Absolutely. Okay. Now, the last time I checked, uh, Bill Belichick didn't have to worry about a dude Facebooking live in the locker room, but he did have a guy on his staff, unfortunately, who was going out there committing murder. So that's that's one thing, David. Now, when it comes to Mike Tomlin, I asked you a very simple question that you, you couldn't answer, and I, I don't know why you can't answer it. I, I would think deep in your, your, your brain you would agree with me that the name of the game is to go out there and win. Now, with the case of Mike Tomlin, I don't think anybody is running around screaming and yelling. This is one of the greatest tacticians that the NFL has ever seen. Oh, my God, he had a a guy on Facebook Live. Every NFL team, you find me an NFL team that doesn't come with a headache, then I will find you an NFL team that is just a bunch of losers. I can tell you from personal experience, Antonio Brown is not the easiest of human beings to deal with based on his own legal issues outside of the game and outside and away from a locker room. When you look at Mike Tomlin, I think you'd be very hard-pressed to find coaches who have had winning seasons where they have not lost or been on the losing end, and his name is a Belichick or even a Tom Landry. Sometimes you got to look or you can't look a gift horse in the mouth. There's a couple of things that you want from a head coach first and right out of the gate. You want that coach to have the respect of the locker room. You want that coach for the players to actually want to show up and play for him. Mike Tomlin has that. Might it be time for a fresh start? Yes. But one thing Mike Tomlin has done that a lot of coaches in the NFL can't do, and we can look at successful coaches from all walks, the Urban Myers of the world, the Mike McCarthy's of the world, guys who've had trophies, Mike Tomlin has had straight success. And when the name of the game is winning and everybody doesn't end up with Tom Brady or Patrick Mahomes, sometimes you can't ignore the obvious and the name of the game is to win. The Super Bowl isn't for everybody and what he's been able to do over the past several years is amazing. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We are going to take a break. When we come back on the other side, I'm going to tell you about the team that fired their great head coach. I think they look pretty silly for doing it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio, a conversation with Paul Kuharski, who covers the Titans. Don't move. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. We had two NFL head coaches who got the boot yesterday. We know about Ron Rivera. We know about Arthur Smith. We've heard about this, the potential of this for months. Well, today we learned that Mike Vrabel is no longer the head coach of the Tennessee Titans. We've had some shock and surprise from some of his best players, some of the best players in the organization's history, Tyler Luan. You can also look at, at Derrick Henry, who just looked at this as a major miss. Well, right now we're going to talk to someone who has covered this team before they even got to Tennessee. Joining us on the line right now is Paul Kuharski. Paul, I appreciate you taking the time to hop on and lend your perspective. Thanks for having me. No doubt about it. I guess first question out of the box. Uh, we, we heard the explanation. We played it here from, from Amy Adams. Why do you think Mike Vrabel got the boot as head coach of the Tennessee Titans? Well, on its face, it's the record of six and eighteen in the last twenty-four. Um, but the roster's really bad, and she fired John Robinson as the GM just thirteen months ago. So he was he was the guy responsible for the roster. A lot of first-round misses, um, some really bad roster construction. The AJ Brown trade. So um, you know, thirteen months later, she's hap- unhappy again, and um, that's pretty quick. So Rand Carthon's the new GM last year, collaborative process, neither of them with final say. Clearly, uh, there's some degree of them not getting along, though Carthon denied that today. But uh, Carthon made it sound like everything was hunky-dory between the two of them and uh, said he had no input into the firing. It was it was strictly the owner. And so uh, it seems to me she's been a little flighty and impatient there. Um, you know, team was bad. Roster's bad. They got a lot of digging out to do, no matter who the head coach is. And I think they're going to be hard pressed to do better than than Mike Bramel. Paul Kuharski is joining us here, the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. You, you talk about Rand Carthon coming on and and Mike Vrabel now being let go just about a year after the fact. Do you think that that was always a, a possibility that if they had another losing season, that he'd be getting a hook so fast? I wouldn't have thought it when she, I mean, she basically picked Vrabel over Robinson and seemed to understand that the roster was a problem. Um, I wonder if she's listening to the 
the loud Twitter fans a little bit too much who obviously call for a coach's head when things aren't going too well. Um, but, you know, I, I think any coach would have had a difficult time with this roster. Yeah. There's very few stars on this team. Derrick Henry running behind a terrible offensive line. Um, <clears throat> the quarterback was knocked out three times. Ryan Tannehill once and Will Levis twice. DeAndre Hopkins, a fine addition late at wide receiver. Jeffrey Simmons, a very good defensive tackle, but he didn't finish the season hurt. They traded Kevin Byard, who had dropped off. Um, and, and beyond that, it's hard to find stars. Harold Landry was coming back from a torn ACL and got back to himself late. But this roster, you know, you go to people around the league, people can't name people on this team. And, and uh, you know, sometimes that's the case because it's a small market team that doesn't get a lot of attention. But this year it's reasonably because there there aren't very good players to uh, to be overseen to be to be ignored by by people around the country. Without a shadow of a doubt, it was rather surprising when they made it to the AFC Championship game in the 2019 season, and it seemed to be off the back of Derrick Henry and Ryan Tannehill's ability to you know run play action off of his back. And so as as we move forward, knowing that the roster has its deficiencies, what the hell could they possibly do? With head coach, I mean, is is Carthon going to look to some of his old 49er buddies? Because you'd be hard-pressed to find anybody with the playing resume and coaching resume of Rabel. Yeah, Rabel's a winner, you know, and I think the the roster was the obstacle to Rabel continuing to be a winner. Um, You know, I think that they'll look to a young offensive guy, um, you know, off the Cincinnati roster, Houston, Bobby Slowick, he knows from, from San Francisco, but it might be early for him. Ben Johnson, obviously, a hot property in Detroit. I would think they'd be looking for a guy like that. Frank Smith, maybe, not quite as young from um, the Miami coaching tree there uh, with McDaniels. But um, it, being a defensive head coach is a tough slog because if your offensive coordinator is good, he gets hired for a head coaching job like Arthur Smith did. Um, and if he's bad, you've got a major problem because you're on the defensive side of the ball. So the Titans have been kind of stuck with that, with Frable. And I would expect them, and I think they should, uh, be looking for an offensive head coach here. Paul Kuharski is joining us here, the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. Correct me if I'm wrong. It seems like the Tennessee Titans are looking for a, a new, fresh head coach who would be a little bit more of a yes man, no? Well, I certainly think they're looking for a guy who's less... Uh, but look, Mike Vrabel's a very affable guy. He's a good conversationalist and uh, very good with people. But he can be brusque, and uh, I think the next guy's going to be overall more pleasant in all situations in the name of collaboration. And uh, I think there's cause to suspect that Mike Vrabel, his brusque side, probably came out in some situations with Rand Carthon as they were charged with collaborating to put this team together. And uh, I don't know much about Rand Carthon. He didn't let himself be known very much this year, but he's certainly a very affable guy uh, who I doubt showed his teeth much. When you think about the past year, why do you? What leads you to say that he hasn't been uh, available? Has he not had press conferences with the press, with the media? Was he been hiding in the shadows? Explain. 
Yeah, no, he, uh, the Titans organization throughout Mike Vrabel's six years let Mike Vrabel take every bullet. When John Robinson, who was Mike Vrabel's boss, got fired, Mike Vrabel had the press conference to discuss it. Um, you know, every bad thing that happened, John Robinson stepped out once in a while and he was a stand up guy and came out and took the blame for things that he was connected to. Rand Carthon held uh, what I think is a mandatory availability sometime in the spring or summer connected to OTAs, and we never saw him again. Oh, wow. Um, for any of, uh, to take any of the heat connected to any of the stuff connected to a really, really bad season. Mike Vrabel was out there. Uh, you know, fending off all of the criticism and and absorbing it and uh, being a stand-up guy. Paul Kuharski is joining us, covers the Tennessee Titans. It'll be very interesting to see what happens with Rand Carthon moving into the future over the next year or two, since it appears that Amy Adams is just has her finger on the trigger, that he would be next in line if this team falters or if Will Levis doesn't prove to be the guy. Like, how much longer... Are we in? Do we got to wait? This seems like a full rebuild. Well, you know, teams have rebuilt pretty quickly. We've seen Houston uh, turn things around very quickly, and uh, there are a couple teams every year that seem to go from uh, really bad to to pretty good. So, I'm not going to say the Titans need multiple years. We've we've seen it done, but I will say with regard to Carthon, uh, Amy Adams Strunk tends to pick one of her two guys, you know, and it's getting quick. You know, she went, uh, she was a Mike Malarkey person. Um, and then John Robinson came in and she became a John Robinson person. And then, uh, she became a Mike Vrabel person. And now she's a Rand Carthon person. So as soon as, uh, they hire a new head coach, I think the clock starts ticking on Rand Carthon. A final question for you, Paul, here, we heard from uh, Derek Henry and, and Taylor Luan about, just how appreciated and respected Mike Vrabel is. What do you think his next stop is? Is he taking a year off? Does he got the pick of the litter here? What do you think happens next for him? I don't think he takes a year off. I think he really likes the juice and the energy of being in the middle of things. I think he'll be a popular candidate, and he should be a popular candidate. Like I think Atlanta would be lucky to have him. But I, I imagine that the New England job's pretty appealing to him, that, that – um, if they move on from Belichick, which I expect they will, that Robert Kraft would, you know, pair him with a personnel guy that he likes and knows and trusts, and that he would have, you know, as the, just the right amount of hand in personnel decisions that he wants. Um, and you know, they've got a high first round pick there to get themselves a quarterback and a good amount of cap money, just like the Titans have. And I would expect expect him to have success up there with uh, you know, the whole region rooting for a favorite son to to be the guy that resurrects the storied franchise. But, you know, I think if he was with the Chargers or the Falcons, uh, you know, he could he could bring one of those teams to, to new heights pretty quickly. If he's with the Chargers, I'd see him in the playoffs very easily with Justin Herbert and, and a rebuild next year. Yeah, everybody loves a good story. It'd be very interesting if he won another Super Bowl. This would be number four with the New England Patriots if he became their head coach. Hey, Paul, I appreciate you taking the time to hop on the line. Where can people follow you and all of your amazing work? Well, follow me on Twitter. I'm not calling it X, at Paul Kuharski, NFL.com. 
and you could read some about all of this stuff going on at paulkuharski.com. Hey, Paul, thank you so much. We'll be staying tuned as to what goes on with this uh, wild decision that came down the pipe. Not all that surprising, uh, just uh, very interesting. I don't think it's the smartest of moves. You be well and you be safe, Paul. Thank you. You too. Thank you. No doubt about it. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here with you on CBS Sports Radio. 855-212-4CBS is the number. That's 855-212-4CBS. What do you think about Mike Vrabel getting the boot as head coach of the Tennessee Titans? And, yo, where where should he go? Yeah, I I think Bill Belichick is still on the clock. I think it's going to take multiple meetings and, and hashing out the proper exit. But you tell me that Vrabel going up to New England wouldn't be the best possible scenario for him. 855-212-4CBS. I'm going to get to your calls on the other side of the break. I want to fill you in on Jameis Winston and his ridiculous decision. Might be facing a little bit of a punishment. We'll talk more about Belichick, who I guess is twisting in the wind. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It's the JR Sport Brief show here on CBS Sports Radio. 855 212 4CBS. That's 855 212 4CBS. Thank you to Paul Kuharski for joining us in the last break. This man has covered the Tennessee Titans before they even arrived in Tennessee. We're talking about the days back when they were the Houston. Oilers and just a lot of people not not surprised or shocked, but it just doesn't appear to be a good look for the Tennessee Titans to to get rid of Mike Vrabel, who's just quite frankly he's been one of the most accomplished in his short amount of time, uh, taken over in 2018. He's been a former player where he had the ultimate success playing under Bill Belichick. Why get rid of him now? Because there's a little bit of beef. Yeah, it, it's quite apparent, Mike. And I say this all the time. If you want to win as a head coach, I don't care what sport it is. You have to have the talent out there. So what happens when they went to the AFC championship game? Mike Vrabel didn't contribute to that. So because they've sucked with ass players over the past couple of seasons, now you got to get rid of Mike Vrabel. 
Amy Adams isn't telling the truth. A lot of owners and a lot of public figures, especially figureheads, don't tell you the truth. They're lying to the fans out there because they can't be honest because it makes them look even worse. 855-212-4CBS. I want to get your calls. I want to talk about something else that looked bad this week, and that's the the Saints going for a touchdown against the Falcons. I want to get into John Morant. Uh, Draymond Green has some words. Mentioned Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant answers back. I'm like, Draymond Green hasn't even come back and played one game yet. Let's go to the phone lines, 855-212-4CBS. Who do we have here? We got Connor calling from California. You're on CBS Sports Radio, the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Connor? Hey, JR. It's been a while. A um, little weird seeing you in this time slot, but uh, it's, uh, it is what it is. But uh, Miss Shep. Well, I like Ryan, so, I mean, that, that goes for that. Your producer, I like Ryan, too. Don't get me wrong. He seems very lively. Anyway, hold, hold, sorry for the digress. No, it's okay. Hold, hold on, Connor. Don't go nowhere. I like Shep, too. Hey, Ryan, you, you want to whoop his ass? Should we collectively gang him up to whoop Connor's ass? I guess so. I mean, should we take a quick trip out of Cali? I'm ready to throw some bows here. Let's go. Let's see what part. Hey, Connor, what part of California you live in? Uh, it's a very small city. It's like right by San Francisco. About okay, 45 well, minutes away. I know my way around the bay. We we can find you there. Hey, Ryan, you think we should get Shep and all three of us should go whoop his ass? Oh, now we're talking. Make it a party. Yeah, there's three three people going to whoop your ass, Connor. Watch your mouth. <laughs> oh, what's on your mind, O'Connor? Go ahead. Shep's going to defend me against the two of you. Uh, the guy who thinks he could beat Mike Tyson in a fight. Sure. Go ahead, Connor. Yes, yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, uh, you know, I think... Vrabel has a lot of options. Uh, your amazing producer uh, filled me in on all of them, besides the Falcons, which my very close mind only thought he had that as an option. But he has a lot of options, and I'm assuming he'll have more in the future as many more teams probably will fire their coach, something like that. But uh, that's all I had to say. Anyways, thanks. Oh, thank you, Connor, for calling from California. Yeah, he yeah he going to have options, some better than others. I mean, we just heard from Paul Kuharski, I would say probably the most attractive options, and one of them isn't even open yet, will be the New England Patriots. There is a familiarity there, not just from the the, the fan perspective. He ain't just some fan favorite. He also happens to be someone very familiar with the owner and the organization. Uh, it's, It's tough to even remember or think about this. There was a point in time with Mike Vrabel. I remember seeing him on television as an analyst. And he went from being an analyst and he got the job with Houston and then he got this starting with his head coaching job with the Tennessee Titans. Massive mistake. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. Dave, he's calling from Arkansas. You're on the JR Sport Re Show. What's up, Dave? Yeah, hey, JR. Um, yeah, I need some help here. I can't. You may be the only person today that can help me. I called earlier to Jim Rum wanting to talk about Jameis. And he was taking the view that it was not only the funniest thing, but the greatest thing that ever happened since sliced bread that Jameis did that. And I took the position that, no, I said that I called in and I said the first thing the owner should have done is you should have fired the coach because he's lost the team. And the second thing they should have done is they cut Jameis. And I got about five more words out, and then Rome cut me off and threw some kind of making me out to be a – Oh, 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 goodness gracious. Damn. Now I know why he cut you out. You got a potty mouth. 
You can't say those words on the radio. That's not nice. Somebody needs a hug. Oh, my goodness. Damn, did, did he take money from you, too? Why, why are you so angry? Damn, did Jameis take money? Why are you so mad? Look, I can't speak for Jim Rome, but with a mouth like that, I can understand getting cut off. Magic letters and magic words. This is radio, man. Sheesh. Now, anyway, when it comes to Jameis Winston, I'm not going to. Well, let's let's address a few of the things you said outside of the profanity. I don't think you fired Dennis Allen just now on the spot because Jameis Winston disobeyed him. Okay, this is not the first time that a player decided to go out there and, quote unquote, make his own call decide to go out there and call an audible without the approval of a coach. This was an instance, a public instance, where they were getting their asses whooped, the Falcons, and the Saints won 48-17. to The Saints intercepted a pass, high time Matthew, and then they decided to let Jamal Williams punch it in, who only had one touchdown this year after leading the NFL with, I believe, 17 of them the year prior with the Detroit Lions. I get it. They wanted to show love. Everything that you hear from the Saints locker room is, hey, we appreciate Jameis. We stand by Jameis because it's a locker room. Of course, they're going to look out for each other. Is this a bad look for Dennis Allen? Yes. Yes, it is. Now the Saints have to figure out whether or not Jameis Winston is worth keeping around on the roster. We know about his time with the Buccaneers. Is it a touchdown or is it an interception from Jameis? This man went 30-30 and not for good reasons like baseball. Get rid of him? I know they restructured his contract. There is no guarantee that Jameis Winston is going to be sticking around next year. And then if you did not hear Jameis Winston's comments after the game, asked about making that play call to punch it in when the coach said, no, take a knee, this is Jameis. He had uh, he had nothing to say. He had no apology. He was fine with it. Listen. Well, I apologize to D.A. because the play was was victory. Uh, But I also explained to D.A. that it was a team decision. And uh, and I think when you have a team morale, and I ask the guys, I say, guys, like, what do you you want to do? We know how much Jamal means to this team. And and I understood from D.A.'s perspective. So I I, I give him that. But D.A. didn't condone that at all. You know, he, he didn't. Oh, so he apologized to him. That doesn't do him any good when it comes to the locker room. Does it Does it look bad? Yeah. But let's let's be honest, man. Where are the Saints going? By the time we pull up the next season and by the time we pull up, I don't know, into training camp, is this going to be water under the bridge? I think it says a whole hell of a lot more to unseat Jameis Winston if you don't believe in him being a backup quarterback than to let go of Dennis Allen. I mean, that just shows that you are, I don't want to say the Tennessee Titans because Dennis Allen doesn't have Mike Rabel's background here. But it just shows that you, you you quick to the trigger and you're ready for it all to fall apart. Let's see what happens in the offseason. I'll tell you this much. What happens with the Saints, a lot more of it will hinge on what Derek Carr does going into the future and less about Dennis Allen. I mean, are you going to tell me this is the first step in him losing the locker room? Potentially. Let's see how they handle it. Or do they just hope that it goes away? 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4CBS. Chris is here from Birmingham. What's up, Chris? Good. Well, man, I love hearing your show, JR. I swear to God, the work is like, hearing your show is like, take a nice, nice good shot of scotch, scotch on the rocks to finish off the day. 
Man, I tell you what, man. I'm, I'm a Saints fan. It's crazy how the meet, how meet, supposed to meet in an in a, in a uproar of of of, of, of somebody trying to show some love to them. And their teammate, they know they've been putting in some time. And like this, the most like for for, for the whole 18 weeks, my Saints have gotten any kind of like media outlet outside of the time it was undefeated for the first three weeks of the season. Uh-huh. My Lord. Um, I'm now I'm neutral about it, like to, to a degree, because I'm like, sure it was, sure it was, um, just sure it was, it was, it was disrespectful. But honestly, when I think about it, that's your most hated divisional rival. Yeah, I'm, I would be upset. I would be offended as a Saints fan if you don't try to Chris Weber and then put and put put your, no. put your privacy in their face. Oh damn. Um. Well, well thank you for the <laughs> thank you for the visual, Chris. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you, Chris, for calling from Birmingham. He uh, he got a little too excited there in describing a, a dunk. Okay, all right. Look, me personally, do I care anybody who's showing anybody up? No. If you want to go out there, these are professionals. When it comes down to amateurs, no, I don't want to see. Uh, hey, Ryan, what was that school last week? Holy Bible School was that? What that College was? of Bible Studies. College of Bible Studies. If College of Bible Studies is losing 150 to 18 or whatever the score was, I don't want to see that. But at the professional ranks where these dudes are getting checks and they're getting paid, I do not care. Go for the jugular. Whoop that ass. Take that money. Take their lunch money. Go for it. I got no issue with it. And so Arthur Smith, he did all that fussing and crying and whining after his team got smashed and he got fired. Well, next time, put a team out there on the field that can do something about it. Well, disrespectful, not fair. What you want What you want Dennis Allen to do? He ain't out there running the, the plays. Go yell at Jameis. Oh, now you can't yell at anybody. You don't have a job. It's the JR Sport Brief Show here on CBS Sports Radio. We got a lot of people with a lot to say. I'm going to get you on 855-212-4CBS. People are talking about still fire Mike Tomlin. A guy is... Angry at Dennis Allen and Mike Vrabel should coach the Patriots. Bill Belichick still has a job. We talk about it all here on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.